0: Okay, so I think we're live. Can somebody write in the chat box if you see us live? Julie's there. It Nana. says mine. Mine yeah. says mine. Yeah, so does mine, but sometimes there's a few seconds delay. So oh. somebody write in the chat box. Can you see us live? Is it all good? That's Hi, all good to get together. Hi, Deb. Nice to see you there. Uh, We're not getting the the comments that... Yes, I can see you both. Thank you for commenting. So, welcome everybody. This is a special live stream for Patreon subscribers and supporters and uh, we're very grateful that you're there and that you watch the videos and that you support us. So, thank you. So, we're glad to be able to offer this today. So, it is a special guided imagery that Penny just prepared for you a few minutes ago. Well, today (laughs) and yesterday, but it's ready now. So, um... We'll start first with Penny explaining a little bit about the guided imagery. Then we will go through the guided imagery. We'll do Q&As that you can post, and then uh, Penny can read your questions. And then if there's time left, we'll go to general questions. All right? So um, let's start. So I'll give it up to you, Penny. Just let me put you on solo layout, and here we go.
1: Okay. All right. So welcome, everybody. It's uh, Tuesday, the 27th of April. Um, and I've just, I was really looking forward to this. So um, a couple of things, though, I want to say for those who haven't taken classes um, and, and have questions about how this happens, I prepare the guided imagery. If you know the language of energy, you can use it to create experiences that come right out of somebody else's psyche. Okay, and that's what guided imagery is. The goal is for you to have information about yourself and how you see the world and, and what that means. It's about your energy. So um, the other thing that you can do, and this is very, very important. So I prepare this. I pick the symbols. I decide what they mean. Everybody, that's a, That is something that is not well understood when you move when you when you get born into a reality system you basically get the power to name and that's what it's called and so you end up being able to decide and you do you decide that you have this experience it means this it's like oh that was great and then you have this experience and you go yeah then you have this experience over here and you go ah you know, that sucked, I hated that, or that was so uncomfortable, or that was embarrassing, or, or, or. We have experiences, and then we, we assign a meaning to those. So that can be added, that can be extrapolated to the individual, deciding what the world means. So maybe, um, so we have symbols that we use, um, and I didn't rely too heavily on universal symbols tonight. You, <laughs> you put together the guided imagery, then I broadcast it telepathically to everybody and um, and then we see what happens in in it. But let's say that um, you have a deck of tarot cards. When you lay those cards out, they have very specific and accepted meanings, okay? And and everybody understands what those are. If you are, let's say, um, an African shaman and you have a little baggie of little gadgets or things that you have collected over your lifetime, and there's some sticks and there's some stones and there's some... Uh, twigs and there's maybe some sort of a tooth or some you know whatever there'll be a dozen things in the bag every single one of those objects has meaning to you and you the african shaman throw them down and then you look at the relationships and because they have a meaning and they they land in certain relationships and you have said before you threw those down Um, Some question, you know, what is the intention of this uh, person or what is the outcome of this journey or what happens when we go on a hunt or, or, or um, then you read those, those signs and they, and this is the magic of consciousness. um, They will arrange themselves to tell you what you want to know. So. Um, so tarot cards, very scripted. Um, the shaman with the baggie of little goodies and teeth and sticks and twigs and what have you, fabrics, um, very, very different, very much personal. And then you have guided imagery, um, which is a combination of both. So that's how it works. Okay. um so the goal for tonight was uh to just have a little fun for the patreon people um and so this is guided imagery um that helps reveal stuff about you that you can use for your own benefit okay so um you need a paper and a pencil if you don't have a paper and pencil run and get one real quick and then um we're gonna have these we're gonna have five little scenarios and you'll have to pick something in each scenario. So um, so if you have your paper and your pencil or your pen ready, or you can even do it on your computer or your iPad, um, just make a little note. So number one, imagine, you know, close your eyes for just a minute. And imagine that you're sitting at the table after dinner, um, you've come home from work, you're thinking about all the things that need to be done and and what you should do that evening. And you have a number of things that are pressing on you that need to be done. And so you end up uh, deciding to do one of these. You could, and here's your choices, rake the yard. That's choice number one. Two, you need a haircut. And the haircut place is open late on particular nights, so you could go get a haircut. You need to change the oil in your car or your truck, so you could do that. Number three, change the oil in your car or truck. Number four, you've had this toilet in your guest bathroom that runs half the time and it needs new guts. You could go fix the toilet in a guest room and number uh that's number four and then number five um the porch light in the back yard in the porch or the front porch um needs a new light bulb and you should find some light bulbs and replace that get the ladder it's up in the ceiling etc so what do you do rake the yard go get a haircut change the oil in your car or truck Figure out what's wrong with the toilet in the guest bathroom or put a new light bulb in the ceiling of your porch. I'll give you a minute. Just write down one of them. One, two, three, four, and five. I should probably number these myself. Okay. Okay. so I'll read them one more time just in case. Rake the yard go get a haircut change the oil in your car figure out what's wrong with the toilet in the guest bathroom or put a new light bulb in the ceiling of the porch okay okay so now second one it's the weekend and you're working in your small vegetable garden and you're thinking about what you might want more of and what else you might plant and how to arrange or rearrange things to make everything fit and and be beautiful or how to make it more beautiful. So what do you do? So we have some choices here. Number one, you plant more tomatoes and cucumbers. Number two, Do you add fertilizer or compost and add a sprinkler so it grows a little better? Number three, do you add some flowers around the outside? Number four, do you plant more corn and potatoes? And number five, do you pull out anything that's gone to seed and just replant something new altogether in that spot? So let me read these again. You're in in the way it's the weekend you're working in your little garden and you're thinking about what do you want more of what else could I plant how do I make everything fit and how do I make sure it's beautiful so what do you do plant more tomatoes and cucumbers that's number 1 number 2 add fertilizer or compost and invest in a sprinkler so it's the garden's always got what it needs number 3 add flowers either among the plants or around the edge number four plant more corn and potatoes and number five pull out anything that's gone to seed and replant something else in its place okay so that's um the second one the third little journey here set of choices Uh, You're now riding on the train to work one morning, and you hear a couple people start an argument over something political somewhere else in the train car. What do you do? Okay, number one, you get up and you move further away so you can't hear. Number two, you get involved in the argument and take sides. Number three, you pretend you don't hear the argument and wait tensely until you can exit the train. Number four, you turn around so you can see who's arguing. Number five, you start talking to someone near you about what's going on. And there's a six in this one. You listen to what's happening without turning around or taking sides. You just listen. Okay, that's number six. So let me read them again. You're on the train, on the way to work, and you hear a couple people start an argument over something political. So what do you do? Get up and move further away so you can't hear. That's number one. Number two, get involved in the argument and take sides. Number three. Pretend you don't hear the argument and wait tensely until you can exit the train. Number four, turn around to see who the heck is arguing. Number five, start talking to someone near you about what is going on. And last one, number six, listen to what is happening without turning around or taking sides. Okay. Okay. Okay, doke. So the next one, you are walking in the woods, enjoying the outdoors in a bit of nature. How do you feel? Okay, number one, you're afraid you're going to meet others who are going to disrupt your solitude. Number two, you are delighted to meet others along the path and find out where they're from. Number three, you wish you could move somewhere else where it's quiet like it is in the woods. You're thinking about moving, you know. How can I get more peace and quiet? Uh, Number four, you find yourself irritated by trash left by others. And number five, you're mostly bored. You're hoping something exciting happens and you're only doing this because you think it should be good for you. Okay, so let's go through this again. You're walking in the woods, enjoying a bit of the outdoors and Mother Nature. How do you feel? Afraid you're going to meet others who will disrupt your solitude? That's number one. Number two, delighted to meet others along the path and find out where they're from. Number three, wishing you could move somewhere quiet. Yeah, you know, wishing that you lived someplace where it was quiet like it is in the woods. Number four, you feel irritated by trash left by other people. And number five, you're mostly bored and hoping something exciting happens. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. You're only doing it because you think you should. Okay. And the last one, um, you're given a chance. This is number five. You're given a chance to get on a spaceship and go traveling around the solar system. You accept. Where do you go? Okay. Number one, Mercury. Number two, Earth. I mean, just. Go to some other area of the earth. Number three, Mars. Number four, Venus. Number five, Jupiter. Number six is Saturn. Number seven is Uranus. And number eight is Neptune. Where do you go so let me read them again. You're, on, you're given a chance to get on a spaceship and go traveling around the solar system. And you accept. So where do you go? Number one, Mercury. Number two, Earth. You just stay on Earth and go somewhere else. Number three, Mars. Number four, Venus number five jupiter number six saturn number seven uranus and number eight neptune okay so that's that's our journey okay so now let's um let's kind of uh talk about here what what these mean so so question number one was about health question number two and you might want to just make a quick note one is health two is money three is relationships four is your spirituality And five is your world of origin. So now let's go back through those. Okay. So if you chose number one, health, under health, you know, you're sitting at the table trying to decide what you should do after dinner. If you chose number one, rake the yard then the answer to the question what you most need to do to improve your health is begin an exercise program if you chose number two what you have to do is stop thinking it's okay to get old and fat and and quit taking care of yourself it's not okay to do those things you have to start you have to change your thinking and your perception. Number three, if you chose change the oil in your car, you need to change your diet. Number four, figure out what's wrong with the toilet in the guest bathroom. You need to do some serious detox. And number five, put a new light bulb in the ceiling of the porch. You need to educate yourself about the body. There's a lot of new information out there, and you're probably familiar with that, at least some of it. But that's, let's go through it again. Number one was begin an exercise program. If you chose go get a haircut, that indicates you need to stop thinking it's okay to get old and fat and start taking care of yourself. You know, you need to quit um, the idea or stop the idea that it's okay to do that. No, it's not okay. Everything you do today should be something you're able to do tomorrow. And everything you do today should be something you did or were able to do yesterday. Okay. Number three, if you chose change the oil in your car, um, you need to change your diet. Number four, if you decided to figure out what's wrong with the toilet in the guest bathroom, you need to do some serious detox. And number five, um, if you decided to put a new light bulb in the porch, Um, educate yourself about the body lots of new information out there so um so the second one is about money and the question that i was asking um for you (laughs) is what do you most need to do to improve your financial situation so If you said, number one, plant more tomatoes and cucumbers, that indicates that you need to focus your investing efforts in a few carefully chosen areas. Focus your investing efforts in a few carefully chosen areas. If you chose number two, add some fertilizer or compost and buy a sprinkler so it has ample water, Um, What that says is um, you really need to work harder and more hours. So don't let me discourage you here. Uh, Number three, if you decided to add flowers, um, you need to stop spending so much and find other ways to fill your needs. Number three, stop spending so much and find other ways to fill your needs. Um, Hang on one second here. okay i had to check that phone because i have a daughter who just arrived at the emergency room and i thought maybe they were calling to say what's what Um, but it was somebody else so um okay so we're on um money what do you most need to do to improve your financial situation Um, and we stopped at number three Um, adding flowers is means stop spending so much and find other ways to fill your needs uh number four if you chose number four plant more corn and potatoes um then it the what you most need to do is stop worrying go have some fun with what you already make or what you already have we forget to enjoy what we've got And if you chose number five, pull out anything that's gone to seed and replant. Um, Then in order to improve your financial situation, you should consider going back to school and then going in a new direction. Okay. So go back to school and then go in a new direction. Okay. So number three. Um, So you're riding on the train to work. You hear a couple of people start arguing. What do you do? Okay. If you chose number one, get up and move further away so you can't hear, then what you most need to do to improve your relationships is leave and find fulfillment elsewhere. Okay. Number two. If you get involved in the argument and take sides, then what you most need to do to improve relationships is stop trying to fix the world and fix yourself. You cannot fix the world. Um, You can only fix yourself. Uh, Number three, if you pretend you didn't hear the argument, you wait tensely until you can get off the train. What you most need to do is to speak up. Speak up and work through the issues that come your way. You know, don't run away, don't refuse to argue, don't refuse to to confront an issue and discuss it. it doesn't have to be an argument, it can just be a discussion. Uh, that's number three, if you chose number three. If you chose number four, turn around so you can see who's arguing. Then what you most need to do is look honestly at yourself and your part in the argument. You know, what are you doing to keep it going? What do you need to do to end it? So number five, if you start talking to somebody near you about what is going on back there, then what you need to do is stop gossiping and dragging everyone else into your problems. I don't know if some of you may have heard the old saying. My mother used to say this all the time. Spread your problems door to door and they'll come knocking more and more. So. Um that's number five. Stop gossiping and dragging everyone else into your problems. And then the last one, number six, if you listen to what's happening without turning around or taking sides, then what you most need to do is be quiet. Listen in an unbiased manner. And to do that, you have to learn to not be triggered. You cannot let somebody hook you. Okay, be quiet and listen in an unbiased manner. Okay, so um, let's see here. That's number three. Number four. Um, Number four is about spirituality. And the question I asked here was, what do you most need to do to expand consciousness and deepen your spirituality? So if you chose number one, You're afraid that you're going to meet others who will disrupt your solitude. You really need to meditate. You know, meditating is uh, not something that I do a lot of. I don't recommend it a lot, but sometimes you need it. Okay, get some solitude. Um, The second one, delighted to meet others along the path and see where they're from. Um, You really, what you most need to do is find a teacher. And people of like minds, or what's sometimes called your family. Who is your real family? So it might not be your sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles. Okay, so you chose number two. That's find a teacher and people of like minds or a group that you feel at home with. Okay. Okay. If you chose number three, wishing you could move somewhere quiet and have some more solitude in the woods or, you know, live like it's quiet like it is in the woods. um, You need to practice being a silent observer. You can have that kind of silence and that kind of solitude um, if you just practice observing. You develop the observer self. And that observer self also does not get hooked. Okay. Um, If you uh, find yourself feeling irritated because people have left trash, trash and cans, soda or pop or, you know, beer or whatever, um, then what you most need to do is practice unconditional love. Love doesn't have to be a certain way for you to love. Or for you to feel gratitude. You might have to practice that. (laughs) You probably will have to practice it. But you practice unconditional love. And then the last one. If you're feeling mostly bored. You know hoping something exciting happens. And you're only doing this because you think you should. Then um, what you most need to do is read. Read widely. Read appropriate materials. Don't read garbage. Especially don't get caught up with New Age um, wishful thinking. Okay? has to be real. Um, So read appropriate materials. That's number five. And the last one, you're given a chance. It's number five to get on a spaceship, go traveling around the solar system. That symbolizes your world of origin. So... Your world of origin, if you chose number one, Mercury, you are from the Lyra system or sometimes called Lyra system. If you chose number two, which is Earth, then you are very likely a hodgepodge of different races um, going way, way back in time, more than millions, 20, 30 million years ago. This planet's been occupied for a long time. If you chose Mars, then your planet of origin is Sirius, S-I-R-I-U-S. If you chose number four, Venus, then your planet of origin is the Venetians, Venusians, B-E-N-U-S-I-A-N-S. If you chose Jupiter, that's number five, then your planet of origin is Alpha Centauri, if you chose saturn number six your planet of origin is zeta reticuli if you chose seven uranus then your planet of origin is arcturian arcturus and if you chose eight neptune then your planet of origin is pleiadian and that may mean Not specifically Pleiades, the Pleiades, the Pleiadian Federation encompasses a huge number of races of beings who have all agreed that life is really only fun or worth it when you're enjoying it. And so they have dedicated themselves and their lives and their work to creating a cosmos of extraordinary spirituality, peace, joy, laughter fun understanding power wisdom grace etc so let me go through them again if you chose one um, you're from lyra lyra l-y-r-a two is you're an earthling kind of like <laughs> i often think of earth people as um like mutt what do they call that like a dog with uh, no specific breed all kinds of inputs there um and you can see the basic inputs just looking around at, um, Asian, um, Northern, uh, African, um, European, South American, Armenian, um, all those different, all the different peoples. They're all, we have these because the planet is so old. Um, and races tried to keep themselves together. To, produ- to preserve racial purity. Um, so uh, let's see, where did I leave off here? <laughs> I was re- okay, Sirius is number three. Um, so you may be Syrian. Um, Venetians, Venusians is number four. Amazing set of people. Uh, number five, Alpha Centauri, um, also another set of extraordinary people. Travelers of the cosmos. Um, number six, Zeta reticuli, number seven, arcturians, and number eight, Pleiadian. Okay, so <laughs> all right. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of an insight into yourself. Um, you know, what do you need to do to have better health? What what do you have to do to be better off financially? Um, You know, what about your relationships? What about your spirituality? And, you know, where did you come from? So, um, so go ahead, you know, ask a question.
0: Um, um, yeah, we're on the screen. Yeah.
1: Okay, I see. Are Silver Knights commonly Arcturians? You know what? I don't know about that. I've heard the term just recently, silver knights. That's not a a familiar term for me, so I can't even answer that. But um, if you have any other information about that, don't hesitate to share it. Okay? Um, Okay, Marjorie, can I ask about another imagery? Um, What would a ripe peach mean? Oh, (laughs) okay, this must be from one of the things we did. Um, Peach. uh, almost always means that you're doing the work you love is sweet you're on the right track etc etc so it doesn't happen all that often so um, if that was something that we did in in the weekend over the weekend class um, or in one of the tea and consciousnesses um, yeah it's a very good symbol so okay um, I'm a seraphim from neptune so i would say what's a seraphim i mean there's a million different definitions and understandings of seraphim um most of the stuff most of the language that comes from the bible is um not really accurate i hate to say such things but um, the Bible is pretty much been rewritten a thousand times. Um, the timing is off. The names are off. The events are off. Some of them are invented. Some of it is just, um, it's forged. It's not real. So, um, but if you're from Neptune, um, those beings are really pretty, they they're pretty astounding. So um I won't say any more for now. Uh what are the different systems um uh like Lyra Sirius um there's you would have to do some research into your own background. Um Lyra with, with um so there's a whole different history that I'm aware of. That doesn't match anything that we have here. Every so often you'll hear me say, Oh my God, the history is so screwed up. Um, and so what we think of as our history isn't anything close to what I think of as the history of the beings on planet Earth. Um, Lyra, Lyrian people, um, they came here long, long, long ago. There was trouble almost right from the start. Um, people from Sirius have been, they have been here. Um, this is, um, Daphne and I were just talking about this. Don't take the question away yet. Um, the, the earth is this little tiny planet on the outskirts of the galaxy Milky Way. Um, and, and it's one of the planets, one of the few in this region that is a decent outpost for ships that travel the cosmos and move between um, between galaxies, okay, so we're on one of the outer edges, and we have been discovered long time ago, um, long, long time ago, and um, used as a place kind of like Australia was used originally. I think England sent people that they didn't want or people they thought were criminals to Australia and said, good luck, you're on your own. Well, Earth had no development and, and nothing, uh, and so people dropped off people they didn't want here, um, and and they degenerated, they degenerated drastically. Um, and, and so some of the beings here, some of the people here, um really had a rough time no science no technology um no civilization um they really became kind of wild so um sirius is has had people here they have blended they have um intermingled um a lot of people have a lot of syrian in them venusians um astounding race of beings that system very much committed. They're part of the Pleiadian system. They're very much committed to um, what I'm going to say: high level spirituality, wisdom, high technology used appropriately. Very, very important to Venetians. Um, a commitment to um, peace and um, and that you can't. Well, let's put it this way: you can't have big technology if you don't have matching social ethics and high-level spirituality. So um, they are like the Pleiadians and they're part of that Pleiadian group. No, you you don't deserve high-tech unless you have the matching attitude. Otherwise, you're like a kid with a loaded gun. Um, Alpha Centauri, um, they come and go. They're not very far away. Um, they have an extraordinary... just extraordinary civilization um on their planet there they have a number of planets in that system that are very stable um and they have focused on how do i say it accelerating the development of whatever humanity they're interacting with And, and that's their big focus it's a wonderful focus it's um um, you, you heard me talk about the the guy who um, had an egg and uh, watch this guy with his fertilized chicken egg, and he f- puts it on the table and he puts his hands around it and he focuses on that really hard. I don't know exactly what he was doing in his head, but after 5, 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, um, he put his pulled his hands away and there was a live chicken and the egg had cracked open and all he did was accelerate the interactions between and among the frequencies of that developing chick. And he ended up with a chick in 20 minutes instead of three weeks. So that's one of the things that Alpha Centaurians do. They accelerate developmental processes, which I love. So um, Zeta Reticuli, um, they're geneticists extraordinary geneticists um they have made it their business to uh, seed and to provide seed uh structures for elsewhere in the universe uh arcturians are fabulous teachers extraordinary teachers teachers guides healers etc and pleiadians um very much committed to high level spiritual development, high technological development. They sort of encompass all the rest. Um and so that's what I know about the systems. I hope that answers your question. So um reliable information. Uh, oh, wow. Um I don't know if I I don't this isn't something that I have read you know what there's a book out um, about a woman um, you I've mentioned it before maybe you've already read that Um, what is the name of that beyond the light or something like that Um, and it's about a woman who um, developed a relationship with a uh, scientist from Alpha Centauri and um, ended up having his baby and going to live on his planet. Um, she died in 1988, I think. Um, she had been taught by him and his team um, how their plant. she went to their planet for several months. Um, and she saw how they lived and what they did, etc. So, um, oh, yeah. Elena Danan, Danan (laughs) I just heard about Elena just recently in this last week. 150 different ETs and their locations and histories. A gift from the stars. Yeah, okay, very good. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, Did other advanced civilizations have as much trouble? Yes. (laughs) Have as much trouble achieving unity as those on Earth? Yes it is not easy to get a civilization to come together this is our fourth or fifth try i think it's our fifth try um we have had massive destructions um and then we have some natural destructions that have happened in between the ridiculousness of some of the fighting that's gone on um in the world that is um how do I say this in the world that that I would like to move into that I would like to be part of and to create um, spirituality, joy, peacefulness, um, high level consciousness development. All those things are are the big. Um, those are the goals. OK, in that's called the world of love. In the world, or the world of life, actually, that's life. Okay. In the world of evil, which is like you've all heard, life spelled backwards, evil. Um, that is, those things are not the goal. The goal in um, evil, for evil, is to be um, uh, to be uh, I- idolized. If I were to say the entire culture of Hollywood is the epitome of what planets and undeveloped races want, it's to be, it's to be, um, idolized, (laughs) period, (laughs) hands down. Um, and to do so in a way that takes no responsibility for reality. In a way that is lost in illusions, and um, and just keeps changing on demand, it's uh, po- it's power for the self, self-aggrandizement, etc. Um, that's the basic fight between those who are, we'll say, evil, and those who are good. Um, and so that's it's not easy to get to that place it's called the alignment you either align with one or the other so um and there are usually a number of tries before you succeed okay uh can a soul yeah absolutely can a soul have multiple origins um yeah from different planets um different races absolutely especially if you are cho- if you're from earth and you chose earth you are a conglomeration of Lyrian, um, Syrian, a um, whole bunch of others that we don't even know of anymore because they're long gone. Um, they started coming here about 25 million years ago. Um, we have not been worth messing with, but now we have this thing called an atomic bomb. They have beam weapons. They have laser weapons. They have directed energy weapons. We have this thing called atomic um, and hydrogen bombs. And they're like, oh, wow, how does that work? I think they passed by that so long ago, they've forgotten. So, yeah. And you'll have a sense if you have multiple origins that you'll be attracted to a couple different races. So, uh, Alpha Centaurians, yes. Very positive, yes. They're magnificent scientists and researchers and mappers, cartographers of the cosmos. Alpha Centauri does all of us a favor by going out checking what's happening out there. (laughs) Um, What are the best resources to learn about the real history? Um, Okay, ah, wow. um so i'm gonna say one of the better resources is controversial but it's some of the writing of billy meyer um that's old now it's uh 50 years old his writing but it was very good um i have things that i haven't written because I haven't wanted I haven't had the time number one and I haven't wanted to say what I knew because I just want to be an earthling at this point in time um, and really you know encourage people to get get on board with developing spirituality. So um, let's see. Uh, you can get a little bit. there's a lot of channel stuff out there that's pretty much not helpful. Um, there's too much garbage woven in with it, too much personal stuff, um, and too much of a flavor of, I just want to be special and I want everybody to think I'm magnificent and wonderful. It's like, ooh, (laughs) okay. Um, that's not what you want. So I would say, I can't remember the name of the book, um, Beyond the Light, Beyond the light barrier, I think is the one by Alpha, the one by the woman who went to Alpha Centauri. Um, that's got some little pieces in it, um, and you have to begin to assemble. And then, if we do have contact, I think we're going to learn some a lot more. We're going to learn a lot about our real history. It's much further back. It's we've got a lot of pieces, but we haven't put them together correctly. But um, we're working on it. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Thank you. 144 angels. Elizabeth Clara, Beyond beyond the Light Barrier. Um, She's the woman who was from England, moved to South Africa, met um, a a man, a scientist from Alpha Centauri. um, Noticed when she was a little kid that his ship was hanging over her, watching her. and and ended up um, becoming the wife of the man who ran this ship, the captain, I guess you would call him. So, yeah. Uh, Earth's origin? Hmm. Okay. Um, not sure how to interpret that. So there's like two different directions I could go in. I'll say what came to mind first. Okay. Okay. The solar system is, it undergoes changes from time to time, okay? Um, and so it, the, so there were three planets very close together, Mars, Earth, and a planet that is now, all that's left of it is the asteroid belt. Um, we call that Tiamat. The Sumerians called it Tiamat. Um, it had another name, started with an M, I can't think, Malone, Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E, I think. Um, anyway, the, the people who were, there have been many, many instances of massive destruction happening in our little solar system, and that planet, Tiamat, or Malone, ended up being destroyed. Um, there's some talk that says earth was a piece of that planet. I don't think it was. I think that there was, um, another, I, what I was taught was that there was another fight that happened elsewhere in the cosmos, not too far away. And the chunk of a planet that broke in half, um, ended up, um, being caught by our sun and it was, so we started we started moving around the sun we now have um i have absolutely no proof of that so um but when you look at the earth without the water it kind of looks like a half-eaten apple <laughs> you know the big chunk on the side it's like oh wow um so what happened there it looks like a planet. I, I had already known about the fact that Earth slid into the solar system from far, far away, um, and that the um, that it was a broken off piece of another planet. When you when they finally, I don't know what they did, um, sonar or something, modeled the Earth as it is without the water. It's was like, oh look at that, <laughs> it looks like an apple core um okay with some of the apples still on it um vegetable garden pull out and replant any tips on finding new direction oh margaret that's really um a pretty personal question um if you're looking for financial security that would be one direction if you're looking for um, some new job some new work new people to work with that's another whole direction But what I think is really essential is follow your heart. If you're not doing what's in your heart, you're never going to be content and you're never going to reach your full earning potential in a way that allows you to have the money and the satisfaction at the same time. So getting, you know, getting into your shadow side, getting into your wild side, that's All the same thing, is following your heart. What would you love to do if you could do anything you want to do? And money didn't matter. Then you start with that and then you figure out how to make money doing that or how to support yourself. You don't even need to make a lot, you need to make enough. So, Walt, let's see. Is it possible to get so many diverse to work together or better to move forward into other, into or within another Earth timeline? Um, The huge majority are followers. So, you only need a small number of people to stand up and say, We're going this way, we're doing this. People choose where they're going, they choose who they like, they're going to choose according to what looks good, what sounds good, what feels good, what seems to be working. So I think, um, you know, to move forward, the whole idea of timelines is not really well understood by a lot of people. Uh, to change a timeline, you just start making new decisions. And you just keep making new decisions and keep moving forward, new energy, new forms of schooling, new forms of food supply, new forms of, of um, science, energy, governance, uh, medicine, everything, new everything. You just keep moving in that direction. And pretty soon you quit. It's just like if you look around today, you don't see very many people using a covered wagon and um keeping horses in the backyard maybe some amish do (laughs) um but you don't we don't see a whole um uh, union of candlestick makers uh we don't see a whole union of glass makers we've we've moved past glass as a specialty everybody's got it now um we don't right now we have cars um another 20 years 25 30 years i don't think we're going to see very many cars why because we will have moved past the car um there are other options for transport and we're moving into those full speed ahead so um that's how we change timelines we just leave the old one behind okay uh so, so government is slavery, says. I picked Venus because I want to visit Valiant Thor. Uh, really, all you have to do is go to Las Vegas and wander around outside the city. Just make sure you have water. Make sure you know, have some maps and have a sense of direction. So, good choice. I don't blame you. Um, am I aware of Alice Bailey books? Uh, yes, I am. I have never read a single one. Of Alice Bailey's books. Um, I've heard good and some severe bad about her books and, um, and how she was co-opted and this and that. Since I haven't read them, I don't know. But every time I go to read one, I go, ooh. And so I haven't pursued that. And that it could be something just with me. Um, my, what I suspect is that Alice Bailey had a lot of truth to tell and she was right on the money and somehow um, that got twisted over time, So, which is the way that many colonizing races operate. They take the truth and they twist it to suit themselves. So, um, very good. Good question. Thanks for that. Uh, Chanita, can our galactic brothers and sisters in the light hear our prayers when we try to communicate with them? Yes. Absolutely, 100% yes. Now, here's the, the caveat. They're not sitting around waiting to hear what you have to think or to say. So you have to reach out and, and send that message out and visualize somebody or something. So when you don't have anything specific that you can visualize or that you can imagine, um, then you have to put it out there the best way you can. There are beings who do, uh, they're messenger beings, okay? And they do pass messages along. They make sure that messages that they pick up are passed to the right people. Um, you could send a message to... Uh, Elizabeth Clara and her partner on Alpha Centauri. You could send a message to um, Valiant Thor. He's here and he's committed to staying here on the planet until we get it together. Until we make this switch, um, we have an extraordinary future um, if we can just develop. If we destroy ourselves. Phew, a lot of work a lot of effort goes down the drain so um can i describe where why kundalini happens well um yes and no it's i'll say it's different for everybody as the basic reason why is because we're designed to unfold we're designed to allow greater and greater amounts of energy to move through us. And as we do that, as we are able to hold that energy without bursting into flame or shorting out or going berserk or, or, or um, as we hold that energy, we change form and we do not age. And the longer you can live, the more you can learn the more you can develop yourself. The more you can get to the science and the technology that can be used to boost what you're already doing. And, and so it's a combination. You can't get there if you have the technology, but you don't have the social and spiritual development. You can get there if you have the science, but you're not going to survive the technology and the um, the lack of spirituality so it has to be a three-pronged effort and, um, and We are, are just we're magnificent. Oh my gosh um, We are beings of light that have some special capacities that many of the beings um, are Either full-blown humanoid with extraordinary powers that they've developed or they are not physical at all we our potential for Earth humans is to become both physical and energetic at the same time in a way that fully unfolds the whole system. And and you become light. It's quite an experience. It's a it's an extraordinary experience. So uh, uh energy gal. Hey, is that Joel Lynn? changing the oil was either meaning change your perceptions or change your diet it was change your diet that's what that was changing the oil so um and that and that may mean um so let me say a couple things about diet that are really really important if you've had all these biases and you're 100% keto or yeah, the keto, <laughs> um, or you're a 100% vegan, or you're 100% uh, carnivore, or y- you know, whatever, and you get sick, change your diet, all of those diets and all of that information that we have assembled about what happens when you use the various diets is for us to use when needed. Sometimes you get cancer and you need to eat red meat because you've been vegan or vegetarian for too long and you're missing too many aminos. And there's nothing like red meat. Now, mind you, we're getting to the point I am where I don't even want to eat meat. I had a terrible dream last night about um, I... Don't want to eat that. It's still alive. You know, that kind of thing, but we're not there. We're not, we're not to the point where we know enough and have enough science, working science to be able to renew, constantly renew. Um, and so we have to change diets in order to get some of the things we need. Key amino acids. Next minerals, then vitamins. Okay. Without the aminos, the vitamins are pretty useless. Same with minerals. Without the minerals, vitamins are pretty useless. So, yeah. And sometimes change your diet means rethink. Rethink. So, okay. Uh, I'll
0: I'll put a last question from Karen, which is more personal. And then we're a little bit, I think we're over time. So I'll just post one last question from Karen, which is a bit more personal. Okay. Uh, She says, off point, can you tell me if it's safe to go to
1: Mexico? I leave this Saturday, and I'm concerned about getting back. I'm hearing things about May Day. Um, I haven't looked at that, Karen. If you're driving, be careful. I would not want to be driving. If you're flying in, you'll probably be fine. So um, Mexico has some wonderful places. Um, just not up along the Mexico-U.S. border. Not very safe right in there. Um, The woman that worked with me for years was from uh, right south of Brownsville, Texas and in the mountains there. Um, And she, she said she will not go home. She will not travel through her own old stomping grounds because it's too dangerous. And people get killed, robbed, you know, all kinds of things. Kidnapped, you name it. So if you're flying in to one of the places further south, if you're going to an expatriate community, if you're going to Cancun, if you're going to Acapulco, probably fine. So um, I will I will look at that, <laughs> okay? Because I know somebody who's down there, two, two or three people who have gone down there just recently. They're doing okay. And I also have a brother-in-law down there. So he's
0: on the coast, right below California, and doing fine. Okay, so. I posted one last question for Magdal because uh, many people might have that question as well. Oh, that's a good question. What if I need to go back to school, but I don't
1: know what to study in traditional school? I'm learning so much from books. I feel I will be an educator, but not in a traditional way. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Um the uh, you know you can see here that i i graduated from college the first time and and by the time i got through my commitment was i am never going back to that system again paying all that money all that hassle Run into class, parking problems, a million, you know, difficulties, tests, deadlines, this and that, I can do the same thing myself. And so back in 1985, I think it was, I decided I'm going to, every year in January, I'm going to assign myself a subject of study. And I'm going to assign myself six books to read, On that topic which is about what we would have had to read in in college and then I'm going to produce something with that information and and so I have done that every year since 1985 and the topics are various you know one year I studied Wall Street Um, another year I studied advertising the following year I studied spin how do you spin Um, something, because advertisers were spinning. Another year, I studied the relationship between geography and, um, and per capita income. And I produced an entire, uh, chart that said if this is what the country has in terms of resources, this is their per capita in, in, you know, income. And here's what they produce with that etc etc and and so um you know one year i studied telepathy and then when i didn't get anywhere at the end of that first year i extended it to a second year and then a third year one time i set out okay i'm going to understand planes and dimensions and that took me six and a half years and i'm still studying planes and dimensions um because i really wanted to understand you know, people talking about, oh, I got angels, and I got guides, and I got this, and I'm like, what are you talking about, Um, and so I started, I wanted to know for myself, so um, the value of teaching yourself is that if you can assign the books, if you can come up with a project at the end to share your knowledge, that's how my books got written, yeah, so yeah, you don't. And I think I'm busy working with Daphne and a couple other people to set up an educational system that um, is cradle to grave. That is very non-traditional. It's accelerated teaching and learning brain compatible and theme based. Um, and a lot of people don't know what that means. But if you've been in education, which I have, you know what some of those mean. And and so and I've been in the future and I've seen how the system of the future works and I think it's stunningly effective, stunning. And so I'm setting up that system. I want that to be our option so people can come and get credit for that. And somebody will, um, you know, encourage them, um, introduce them to people that they who do you need to know to utilize what you just learned? etc. So, yeah, good for you. <laughs> Go for it. Whoop! I can't hear you.
0: So we're a little bit over time. Um, yep. I just wanted to mention before we end that um, I really appreciate reading people's comments on Patreon, that you're all there. Know that Penny yep. tries to come. I think you've seen that. She tries to come and comment um, right. and give feedback and uh, we do the best we can to be there for you. So really,
1: thank you. Yeah, Daphne is the workhorse there. She's the one who does most of the reading. I slide in there. I often just read and then leave. And it, um, it really affects me deeply. I Mm. love the comments. Oh, my gosh. Mm. So and I read what Daphne has written and think, oh, I couldn't have done better myself. So (laughs) thank you for that.
0: So can you just uh, mention that you're going on uh, Jean-Claude's show? yeah
1: um at eight o'clock, which is forty five minutes from now, I'm gonna be on John Claude's beyond mystic uh live stream, so we'll continue on over there. Come on, join us,
0: okay. all right, so thank you everyone for coming, and yeah. we'll plan to do another one of these sooner than later. We won't wait two months like we did last time, so we'll do another one soon.
1: yeah, I have another plan <laughs> so a little different okay, okay. good. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah.